Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing fine. You know the holidays is coming up, but we got to continue, baby. We still here at All Things Basketball Podcast doing what we do best. That's giving you the best content and basketball in the game. Well, all right, let's get started with episode 81, people. Episode 81. And the name of episode 81 is NBA Power Move. The name of episode 81, people, NBA Power Move. But before we get started with episode 81, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Let's get started with that episode, episode 81. And, of course, as always, like I tell you, like Coach Luke said, we're transcending up. We're getting closer and closer to that milestone episode 100. Well, let's keep our heads down and keep on grinding with episode 81. Well, starting out of that Houston building, a lot of people are saying that James Harden is logging too many minutes. Well, I tell you, I mean, yes and no. Right now, the Houston Rockets really don't have a choice until until Russell Westbrook really gets the system and gets off and off and running in the system. Right now, he's still building himself to learn the system. And while he's learning the system, you got to go with the most prolific scorer in the game right now, James Harden, the beard. He is phenomenal. And so you can't just chop down his minutes just yet, but I think they'll eventually chop down the minutes. I mean, he's playing basically all game, every game. I mean, give or take two minutes here or three minutes there. I mean, he's really playing the whole game. And I think, you know, you're not going to try. You don't want to wear the man out. I mean, he's a phenomenal scorer. And if it was up to him, he would stay in the game all day and all night because he's in great, great shape and an excellent athlete. But you really don't want to wear him out. So the question is, is, uh, is the Houston Rockets really playing James Harding a little too much? Well, right now, yes. They're playing him a lot of minutes. He's logging the most minutes in the NBA. And so that might not change throughout the season. He's always in the top three or four as far as logging, playing minutes. But, I mean, right now he's at the top of the heap, and a lot of people are saying they really don't want to see him wear down or wear out. And so that's a blessing, and that's a good thing. And I think the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, and, you know, all of the people in the Houston building really understand that. And they'll start knocking down James Harden, the Beards, minutes eventually. But right now, that's all they have right now to really lean on. He's the guy that's the guy that, that stirs the drink. And, of course, people come to see James Harden play. They don't come to see, uh, uh, you know, uh, too many other guys on the team. They have a lot of talent. But they really are coming to see James Harden, Russell Westbrook, 
and uh, Clint Capella really get out there. And so you don't want to cut James Harden's minutes right now, but going towards the beginning of the year, and I would say towards February, you probably want to chop his minutes down maybe about five to six minutes off of what he's doing right now so that he can be well-rested for that playoff push. So if they really want to hoist that trophy, you're going to need a well-rested beard, a well-rested James Harden. And so right now, are they playing James Harden a little too much? Yes, they are. But I'll tell you what, right now, I just think they have to play him right now. And they'll start chopping down some minutes. These guys are professionals, the scouts, the coaching staff, the team itself. They got one of the best general managers in the game, and Daryl Morey. They see the minutes that James Harden is logging, and they realize that he cannot log these minutes throughout a whole season. And they'll start chopping it down. But right now, I just believe even though he's playing way too many minutes, I think they really have to have him out there right now. And that's what's going on out of that Houston building and the one beard, the bad, bad man, the beard, James Harden. All right. Well, we got a little college news here, people. What's wrong with North Carolina? Nothing. They're young. Uh, for once, um, great, great coach Roy Williams, excuse me, he didn't go for the one-and-done players. He didn't go for the guys that would come in to Chapel Hill and leave after one season. He chose the, the route of taking young players and cultivating and building their talent. And so that's what you see uh, in North Carolina, all right? You got Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony's probably the only one or maybe two out of the whole bunch of young players in North Carolina that will probably be one and done. Cole Anthony is definitely a one and done player. But for the most part, North Carolina has a young, young crew. And so there's nothing really wrong with North Carolina. There's nothing really wrong with North Carolina. They're very young and they're building day by day. And that's the way you build the collegiate program. You know, I think uh, the media and everybody has gotten so spoiled with players uh, or actually institutions getting three and four guys that are one-and-done players and then those teams going into the national championship or getting around the final four because they're so loaded with their teams. But Roy Williams is a consummate pro, an excellent coach, and he's going to build from the ground up, and he's got a lot of young players. Like I said before, other than Cole Anthony, you have a young, young crew. Cole Anthony's probably the only one that will be there for one season. He He's the only guy on that team that'll be there for one season. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. It's Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets. Are they playing a whole lot better without Kyrie Irving? I wouldn't say that. You know, now a lot of people 
would probably say, wow, Coach Luke, all you do is jump on Kyrie Irving. I really don't jump on Kyrie Irving. Two things that happen here. When I talk about Kyrie Irving on All Things Basketball Podcast, I talk more of attitude, more of, of you know, his off-the-court antics and things of that nature because that's what seems to be in news more than his basketball prowess. But let's not be fooled. Kyrie Irving is a phenomenal talent. He's one of the best and baddest closers in the game that we have, all right? And so we cannot be fooled to feel that, you know, and I love Spencer Didwitty. Spencer Didwitty is a freak of nature, and I really believe he's going to outplay himself out of Brooklyn and become a star somewhere else. But right now, Spencer Didwitty is balling, and the Brooklyn Nets are winning. But don't be fooled to think that they're a better team without Kyrie Irving. They are not. They're not a better team without Kyrie Irving, and they're definitely not a better team without Kevin Durant, okay? Those two players are going to skyrocket the Brooklyn Nets to a whole nother level. You see, you watch next season, they're going to be on a whole nother level. And so now I just believe that Kyrie Irving has not been playing, and so a lot of people are starting to say, hey, the Brooklyn Nets are still winning without them. Are they better without them? No, they're not. Do, don't fool yourself, people. Do not fool yourself. They're a much better team with Kyrie Irving and Spencer Didwitty out there very healthy. They're a much better team. But right now, they're winning. And kudos to the Brooklyn Nets because they have a very good uh, young nucleus, very good coaching staff. And so they're going to continue to win even if Kyrie is out, and even if Kevin Durant is out. But to answer the question, no, the Brooklyn Nets are not a better team without Kyrie Irving. They are a much better team with him. All right. We got a little G League information, people. A little bit of G League information, man. And a few people have said, oh, Coach Luke, hey, what's up with that G League? Well, from time to time, I drop some knowledge on that G League. From time to time, I'm going to drop some knowledge on that G League. But remember, the NBA starts maybe about a month plus before the G League even gets started. And so we got to wait for the G League to really get their feet wet. And so right now, they're starting to get their feet wet. Right now, we have the G League top three scorers in the first quarter. Right now, we have the G League's Top three scorers in the first quarter, all right? The number one scorer in the G League, Josh Gray, all right? 32.1. The number two scorer, Mario Skoyok. Mario Sloyok. 27 points a game. And the number three scorer, Kyle Guy. 26.6. Those are the top three scorers in the G League, people. All right, and I'll say it again. Number one, Josh Gray, 32.1. Number two, Mariel Shayok, 27 points a game. And number three, Kyle Guy, 26.6 
a game, and that's the G League's top three performers, or actually not the top three performers, but the top three scorers in the G League in the early part of the first quarter. All right? We got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile, man, I'm going to tell you. Coming out of that uh, uh, Florida area, man. Coming out of that Florida area, Trey Mann. All right? Six-three point guard. Okay? He's at the University of Florida. If you get a glimpse at the University of Florida, well, actually right now, Trey Mann is injured. But he'll be back in the next couple of weeks. But Trey Mann is a phenomenal baller, man. Five-star recruit out of uh, um, that Florida area, that Fort Lauderdale area, man. Phenomenal player, man. I tell you, excellent. And his high school is the Village Charter School, all right? The wonderful team. And his AAU team is E1-T1 United. His AAU outfit, e one T1 United. Trey Mann is a phenomenal player. And like I said, he's at the University of Florida. Injured at the moment. But from what I understand, in the next couple of weeks, he will make his return. And so he's at the University of Florida. And that's our AAU profile for this uh, Monday show. Trey Mann out of that Fort Lauderdale area. 6'3 point guard. And again, his AAU outfit, E1-T1 United. Wonderful thing, man. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right, people. We're here. We have a question off Instagram, and that is, will Carmelo Anthony go in the Raptors at the Garden? Will his jersey go up with all of the greats that are former Knicks or, or Knicks from the past? Will his jersey go up in the Raptors? Well, in my opinion, yes. Carmelo Anthony's jersey will go in the Raptors. You got to remember, he has one of the highest point totals in one game. He tied Bernard King with 62 for one game. He's a three-time Olympic gold medalist. He is in the top four scorers in New York Knicks history. He has been a pillar for the New York Knicks for eight seasons. He has put in so many buckets and so many points that it will be hard for his jersey not to go up top. All right? Now, a lot of people don't like Carmelo Anthony. All right? A lot of people feel he's arrogant, he's selfish, and things of that nature. And that might be the case. But see... When we talk about those things, and then we were just talking about one Kyrie Irving, but we're not going to get off. Right now, we're talking about Carmelo Anthony. Um, those are personal things. Now, what Coach Luke just jotted off to you was stellar performances and stats. And if we keep it straight at the stats, 
Carmelo Anthony's jersey will go up in the Raptors easily. He's also a Hall of Famer if he retires right now. He doesn't have to play. A, he doesn't have to bounce the ball again, and he will be in the Naismith Hall of Fame. And so, of course, I know and I believe, and it might take a little while because it, it, one of the things that when you go up in the Raptors, it has a lot to do with the media. He wasn't a media darling, okay? The media, the television stations, the the, the papers, and etc really didn't feel good about Carmelo. But what I'm trying to say right now is we're going to keep it statistically. And if we go statistically, his jersey will easily go up. And so to answer the question off Instagram, oh, yeah, Carmelo Anthony's jersey will go up in the Raptors with Clyde Frazier, Willis Reed, Patrick Hewen, Dave DeBuscher, and the rest of the New York Nick greats, Earl Monroe, his jersey will go right up in the air with all of those guys, man. And so it might take a while, okay? Again, it's the media, the television stations, the newspapers. Everybody has a vote in his in his his jersey going up there, all right? But guess what? It all depends on the Nick Brass, what the Nick Brass feel, and what did they feel about Carmelo's services in the New York Nick uniform? And okay, one of the things we'll find out is on January 1st, the Portland Trailblazers will be in New York to play the New York Knicks, and we'll see what type of ovation Melo gets at the Madison Square Garden. And that will tell you whether his jersey will go up in the Raptors or not. Phenomenal player. He's still a phenomenal player. And again, I believe his jersey will go up in the Raptors, people. All right. Well, we've reached that point in the show that we always reach, people. If you want to be a sponsor for All Things Basketball Podcast or you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, those are the two things you must do. Thank you very, very much. All right. NBA power move, baby. My New York Knicks. Now, what I'm hearing right now is that the Knicks are getting ready to make a power move on one uh, 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 Masai Ujiri. Now, all of y'all who don't know Masai Ujiri, he started as an uh, uh, NBA scout in Orlando. Then he went to Denver and was an executive scout in the Denver Nuggets building. From there, he became the general manager of the Denver Nuggets and turned that organization around, and the Denver Nuggets are still winning to this day. He then went to Toronto Raptors, and we all know the story. In two seasons, all right, he gambled with his job and got Kawhi Leonard. And last year, Messiah Jerry and the Toronto Raptors hoisted the NBA title. And so right now, the Knicks are trying to make a strong move on 
Masai Ujiri. And that would be a wonderful thing for my New York Knicks, man. That would just be awesome for the New York Knicks because this guy really can put teams together. He can put coaching staffs together. He can put teams together. And he really knows the ins and outs of the game. And I think it would be a blessing if he would come to the New York Knicks. Now, from what I'm understanding, he's very interested. Messiah Jerry is very interested, but here's the catch. He wants to stir his own pot. So by Messiah Jerry letting James Dolan and Nick Brass that he's letting them know he's interested in the job, but he wants to stir his own pot, that means one Steve Mills, L.I., you got to pull, love him, but hey, he hasn't done a great job. And Scott Perry have to leave the Nick building so Messiah Jerry can hire everybody that he needs to make the Nick successful. I think it's a great move, people. I really think it's a great move. I think the Nick should really jump on it. All right? I mean, hey, they've been losing for a while. They haven't had an opportunity to get this type of executive. Messiah Jerry is the best executive in the NBA, bar none. He's the best executive in the NBA, bar none. And if you have an opportunity to grab him, New York Knicks, my Knicks, don't mess it up and grab him, all right? What he wants to do is stir his own pot, which means he wants to bring in all of his people. He doesn't want to work with uh, Steve Mills and Scott Perry, and the staff that's in place in the front office of the Knicks. He wants to bring his whole staff or pick, handpick his own staff so that he can do the best job and bringing the Knicks back to prominence. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I mean, I don't know what James Dolan is waiting on. I think he should make that move and pull that trigger right now. He's already been talking about cleaning house. And so now you got Messiah Jerry interested in the job. He would love to come to New York, I mean, and, and, and turn the team around. If he turned the New York Knicks around, man, he could walk the streets like a god, like an NBA god, man. And so I believe that's what's intriguing to Messiah Jerry. And I think most, most executives who like to build teams love a challenge. And boy, my New York Knicks will be a big challenge for one Messiah Jerry. But I tell you what, I'll be excited if he came to the building because I know in two or three years, my New York Knicks will be back on the move, man. And so Messiah Jerry is very, very interested in the job. But guess what? What's going on right now is he's letting James Dolan and the rest of the ownership, hey, I want to stir my own pot, and that's what I would like to do if I was going to come to the New York area and work under the umbrella of MSG. Hey, what do you got to lose, New York? What do you got to lose? The team has been losing for the last three to four years, man. All right? Been losing a lot for the last three to four years. And guess what? If Messiah Jerry doesn't come here, he's going to go somewhere else. 
So guess what? What I would do is let go of Steve Mills and Scott Perry combine their two big time million dollar salaries and give all of that money to the best executive in the game of basketball, one Messiah Jerry, man. And again, Messiah is a guy that really loves a challenge. And so, of course, as we all know, and we're watching the New York Knicks right now, the New York Knicks is a big time challenge. And so I don't think there's a better guy to bring in to handle this situation than Messiah Jerry. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, man. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, I tell you, people, episode 81, NBA Power Move, and we're continuing to transcend up. I'll see you Wednesday for episode 82. All right, I'd like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes, hits me up on the Instagram with your questions and your support. Everybody that hits me up on Facebook with the same stuff, your questions and support. All right, I'd like to thank my staff, the All Things Basketball Podcast staff. I got the number one staff in the media business, baby. And so I'll see you Wednesday, all right, with episode 82. All right, good night. God bless.